welcome back. You're on the loving embrace, velvet vocal, and sensual stylings <laughs> of WTCSP, where the weather is always wetter and the message is moist. Same shit channel, same shit show. The Cash Shit Podcast proudly presents our tournament episode, The Cash Out. Where we battle down some of the best of in wrestling history and fisticuff like gentlemen lesbians in the Piedmont Park of Old Atlanta. That's reverse rail. I'm. Okay. That's reverse rail. I'm Rob E. Gill, the other Uncle Johnny, not the one that made your dress, but the one that makes a mess. And our color commentary special guest, Larmelo Gaze. He's a special guest enforcer, <laughs> and he'll be joining us for this, the Cash Out Best Turns Ever. Because this, this is the Cash It Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am too high for this. Oh, I get on my nerves. Piedmont Park of Old Atlanta. Oh, uh, it was fisticuff like like gentlemen <laughs> lesbians that took me uh, out. Oh, I th- you awful! I thought about that on the way to the gas station, and I just hollered on the way over. <laughs> I'm sure somebody thought I was crazy. <laughs> I felt like because they used to buck in Piedmont Park Labor Day weekend, baby. The lesbians was getting to it. They was knocking and bucking and ready to fight. <laughs> Speaking of fights, well, before we even get mm-hmm. to, to to the things this evening, before we, and we wrap up with the cash out, um, best turns mm-hmm. ever. Um, AEW Miss Girl, sell those tickets. Okay, tough. Okay, do that thing that you're doing. Um, I sent y'all something in the one of the chats we're in where they were talking about Beyonce's uh, sales records the other day, and no shade mm-hmm. to the queen. I mean, there's no, there's no shade at all to the queen at all. But every time y'all ask me about is wrestling still on, is it, is it still popular, is it, is it still a thing, your faves, my faves, could never. Mm-hmm. Wrestling gates yeah. and wrestling seats and like the number of tickets sold for wrestling shows, I I don't know many other things competing with it. Like the big thing, like the Super Bowls, the big soccer games, you know, things of that nature, those things, you know, normally uh, hit capacity, but it's their championships, it's their playoffs, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Wrestling consistently is knocking those attendance records and gates out of the park. Yeah, I think Beyonce's well, what, 53K? And I mean, we was just a WrestleMania with 80K. <laughs> and like, again, like you said, no shade at all to Queen B. But, um, yeah, when people ask, is wrestling still a thing? <laughs> Tuh. Look at the numbers, baby. 80, 80K, 80K, two nights. Yeah. 80K Saturday you know, and two, Sunday. Two back-to-back nights. Like, yeah, back-to-back. Bruh, like, yeah, y'all don't want to, like, y'all don't want to deal with those facts and figures, but that's like- and then And then a four-year-old, to Rob's point, a four-year-old company is selling 70,000 tickets right now, and they still ain't done for Wembley Stadium. And they've never been there. They haven't announced a single fucking match. The DK Forbes, no album out. Like, wrestling. Babe. You wonder why we're here. Not a match announced. Um, 
and it's given the anticipation alone. And so it definitely is a feather in AEW's cap. Um, I heard this may have been what they were waiting for and maybe kind of can, I, I don't know. I, I never will agree to a low. You're never going to get me to agree to a low because there's still mm-hmm. so much that you can do in the meantime that is dynamic, that is still storytelling, that will build to that, that will, if nothing else, add a layer to that eventual thing you're thinking about doing. I, I'm never going to, if I was in any of those meetings, I'm never going to agree to a low. And not that they expressly right. say we're going to be in a low right now, but if he even felt to me like we were going into a low, I'll be like, what are we doing right now? Because we don't need to be... No, this is yeah, it's kind of like, let's go through the motions until we get to a certain mm-hmm. point. That's and I don't believe good. in that. I don't believe in that yes. at all because you can definitely... Um, have you have different kinds of shows you can have you know bridge shows you can have shows that are building to uh you know point a and then some that are building to point d running simultaneously running concurrently running parallel where you're saying okay we're going to tell this story for the pay-per-view coming up but it will feed into this story for the big annual down the road or one of the big four or whatever your setup is um i never believe in just giving stuff away because you're 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 on you're episodic, yeah. and and especially right now in the middle of a writer's uh, uh, strike, you're going to be some of the only original content coming out consistently. So take advantage of that. And like we've been talking about, you know, Ergo the Bloodline, you have the space to just write good TV. Do that. Because at some point it will bubble up to the surface and, and it will be undeniable. So I don't believe in that. But either way, whatever the case was with AEW, from my understanding, they're not kind of picking the ball back up and kind of gearing up. Well, I was going to say, yeah, that that whole thing you just described is WWE in December. Like, <laughs> between, yeah, between Survivor Series, post-Survivor Series, and pre-Rumble, like, that December period is just <laughs> going through the motions. And... Whatever and just it wasn't shows last December because Rumble it, season. It was now, yeah, 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 that's what they usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, but yeah, they AEW has. Def- I've I've said several times in the past few episodes that it wasn't hitting for me, and I hadn't seen it in a while. I watched last week's Dynamite, and it was it was pretty damn good. So I'm trying to like get get back into AEW, especially with Punk coming back, which is like another. The second worst kept secret since <laughs> behind, rather, his first arrival to AEW. Right. Um, they're calling the show AEW Collision the second coming. Um, oh God! Apparently, um, but yeah, um, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for CM Punk because CM Punk brings eyes. a levelness. He it, yeah, he brings eyes, obviously, but for me specifically, he brings a levelness to stories. It is very. It, it it's it, basic is usually not a word that um is used in you know a good light is usually has a negative connotation but when you're telling a story basic in wrestling always sells and that is good versus mm-hmm. evil that is the it, y'all have y'all trials and tribulations y'all have y'all dilemma and it's one side is good one side is evil when it is basic and like that, you can take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. It is is very simple. Um, so I hope they put on a great show. I can't wait to see the card they put on. Can't wait to see who they bring in. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't been watching it. Even I am, uh, you know, enthralled into what this is getting ready to to give. But because, I mean, that sets a precedent and an expectation. Like, baby, we're packing this place out. You know, 
with no card and uh and then you know mm-hmm. when we do get a card it will be subject to change uh you know because that's what those cards are but even with that and they've never been to that market. never been this is the first time in the market breaking the market like this you know so um yeah it, there's some very surefire ways to cater to that audience um to cater simultaneously to to the, your domestic audience it's it's a it's a win-win as of right now um i don't see how this flops um so they just need to keep the pressure on um and just do some wonderful storytelling up until that point and it's gold and, yep. and it's crazy because you know that they're doing a good job because post mania we're back in um what did i say i was going to call it the duration so uh, going for everybody the duration is <laughs> uh summer slam of last year up into elimination chamber of this year um and i had to come up with a name for it because i I, like the blip or you know the uh what was the other one the snap you know i wanted to kind of give it a name so that i can refer to it as that but it appears we're back in the duration i I was just about to say the duration made the big um excuse the reference a hokamania comeback um (laughs) because it kicked out she she is a word it kicked out too because she is here baby because duration part two uh, Because let me tell you, we haven't talked since, but um, backlash, 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 backlash. They took the WrestleMania off of the moniker and said, "Let's go the fuck." Because they want, they wanted no association. They said, "We get rid of the shade, that girl, real quick. We're gonna show you what a pay should look like." They said, "You know what? Uh-uh, I get that off my name." I don't want nothing to do with her because I'm going to show you what this should look like a pay per view, baby. When I say front, that was a fucking show. back. Yeah. When I see the, when I see the next time that they say they're going to Puerto Rico, who will be there? Bd bd bombaying is me. Listen, me. I'm pointing to my head right Wait. now. Moi. Bitty bitty bum bum. Wait a minute. Huh? Selena won't pull. <laughs> Come on, Puerto Rican. <laughs> what the girl that have played? <laughs> uh, no, she will mess. Right. Um, but nah. Listen, the crowd in Puerto Rico, baby. If my mother heard me say it like that, she'd kill me. The crowd in Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. <laughs> is uh, they made sure y'all coming back that the brass Come know back. y'all bring y'all ass back here as soon as you motherfucking get on back. That was one of the best crowds I have ever watched. Uh, and I'm talking post mania raws, I'm talking the infamous Canadian stampede crowd. Like, wow! And the and they catered to the crowd in a way that wasn't. Um, they didn't take. It wasn't away. lip service. It wasn't hollow. It was. Yes. Very, it felt very yes. authentic. Um, I have never more in my life wanted to be an apple, but um, welcome back, Carlito. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I watched that segment <laughs> over and over again, like. It's almost like they were waiting for it because they immediately popped when his music hit. Like they were anticipating Carlito's music hitting. Mm-hmm. Like they immediately popped crazy. And I know that had to feel good. And speaking of feel good, Zelena. Have it, have it, sis. Have it. It belongs to you. Baby girl. Have it, sis. I want you to worship right now. It belongs yes. to her. I you know, And I felt. It it made me. I, it, it was emotional. Just why? There's no way you couldn't get caught up in that. And I and kudos to Rhea for yeah. staying in character because yeah. I know Rhea wanted to be like, girl. I know she wanted to get in it with her, but she was like, girl, I got to stay right here. Am I all white? 
and be the villain. But girl, get your life right now. No, it's, it was it was it was really beautiful. It was absolutely um, beautiful. Even stuff like the small call when Savio came out, you knew that the yeah. LWO was right there in Gorilla. And somebody said, "Ah, right, hold on for a second, hold for just one second. And yeah, because and, and Savio stepped to the right, waiting for them to come, and they was like, "Nah." Somebody said, "Let him, let him cook, let it marinate, let him cook a little bit." Yeah, let let him let marinate. cook. Because listen, Puerto Rico was listen again. They was on it, and I'm I. I was thoroughly impressed and really happy, and it really just added to the show. People don't understand um, how much a live, active, and engaged, like, just engaged, that's the perfect engaged. word, crowd, can boost a show. Because their in-ring product and the stories were there. Yes. That crowd was the cherry on top, and that is so important. Because imagine that same exact show, and the crowd was quiet. Right. Yeah, it's a very different it show. And what's even crazier um, is that that's yeah. another lull period normally right after Mania because a lot of times the reset yep. don't really make sense. You're waiting, the fallout can be they, a, lot, a, lot of time, a lot of times they run the Mania car back, you know. It, it, but what they did was they found a way to run back what was necessary to keep it fresh in a way that was like, okay, cool, these are new matches. I want to see this. Um, some of them were like, girl, this girl ain't got a chance oh. in, in hell, but I'm still wearing the oh, watch. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Um. Did we have any WrestleMania rematches? On I the show? do. I can't recall one right now. They may have had no, none at all. I don't think so. They may have had none at all. I don't think so. The closest was the the six man, mm-hmm. but then you add in Riddle and Solo, yeah. so it changed it. I don't think we had I don't a think single we did. WrestleMania they rematch. Found a way to, I can't remember the last time they that found happened. a way wow. to do it, make it and to keep it clean and to make it fun to give us some things that were unpredictable. Um, and it just it was front to back. We were sitting, y'all. It was so good. We wanted to see the press conference, and they said, "Girl, you won't get one." Like we was, we wanted more of the. We were content. waiting for the damn press conference. We waited. Yes, we waited and we waited and we waited. But I mean, it, it just speaks to the because, like I was saying, like <coughs> excuse me, like you mentioned, you know, December. I'm a military brat for those that don't that don't know, and I hated December because it was always uh, the tribute for the troops, and that was boring, and it was always just like a run of the mill, mm-hmm. you know, um, running in place kind of exercise placeholder type situations until we get to Rumble. But under the in the duration, you know, we learned that we didn't have to have that, and we could have TV that was captivating, that was fun, and that still made sense, and that still served the, the larger goal that was going to be coming. Um, same thing with this. Um, we were just looking at the lineup coming up and it's like, we're not getting a rest. We're not getting a breather at all because that last has never slayed like that. It won't supposed to. We're going into the second Saudi event that I have been pressed to see. It's me. I'm the asshole. It's me. Hi, I'm the asshole. And I know we have all been, yeah. you know, we, we have vowed mm-hmm. that blood money would not get our attention, but fuck. They have made it where it's... I, they, I mean... Back with Logan Paul in, in November, and now here again, they've made it where it's must see. And I think that was the other thing it is that is, prior to it was audacious in 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 effort and execution because of just what it was, and it still is. But they're tied in, and it is what it is. It was it was to serve the people over there and the Saudi prince and what he wanted. The difference now between the last one and the one coming up is that like. We're going into here with stories that mm-hmm. matter and that are going to have an effect on things happening over here. It is not just a service for Saudi. They are getting a great show, but also this show matters. Well, this lets in me the, know in, though. In it lets run. me know that this could have been this this 
this maybe just wasn't in service to Saudi. This probably was in service to Saudi and in part who was the regime at that time. Because how is it that this regime that has less political and global clout is able to push a card that ideally, quote unquote, Saudi wouldn't have wanted? Well, be, I'll tell you how you do it. <laughs> you stack that motherfucker. We have three, and you know what? Four. I'm going to call it four. We have four <laughs> main events. Trish versus Becky Woo. is a women's main event match, Woo. period. Period. No title. Okay. Finally. No title. Cody, no title. Cody versus Brock is a main event. Literally just was at the last uh, PLE, right? The, the tag team title match with KO and Sammy versus Solo and Roman that's going to be crazy because what the fuck is going to happen? You look like, I looked at the graphic, before I get into that, the, the fourth one is um, Seth and AJ, who are going to cook beyond measure in that Thanksgiving, race, right, for that new title. Thanksgiving. Okay? So, but then you have this tag title match, they put up the graphic on Raw, and it tonight was a great Raw. It was Ooh, a really good episode. My God. Um, and I just looked at it, and I'm like, how the hell is gonna happen? does Solo and Roman lose this match? Yeah. Yeah. And, and if they need to, they're going to find a good way to do it because every twist and turn of this story so far since, what, last summer? Mm-hmm. Since right when Sammy got in and they was like, nah, let this, let this cook because we got something here. Every twist, every turn has been really good, and we did not see Ever. coming. And as, as much as we prognosticate so, and predict exactly. in fantasy book, we, every time they've ga- they've managed to gag us, most time, like 80% of the time, they managed to gag us. And it just, the card is, I, 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 the card is I, I want to say, like, because like this, it lets me know that, like, this, like, if you were able to sell Saudi this, now don't get me wrong, it is a very stacked card, it is very amazing writing, it is a lot of continuity, it's storytelling. But you're able to sell Saudi this now. You could have sold this before, which is what I what I was saying earlier. And so to not sell it yeah. and to blame it on Saudi warning nostalgia acts, is it that, or were you just only offering nostalgia acts? You know, is it yeah, yeah, is it absolutely, that or, um, only offering? Yeah, was yeah. that or, or were you pushing this and then kind of blaming it on Saudi? Like it, it's kind of a uh, like uh, it makes you kind of look back on like mm. because we don't have we don't have nostalgia acts on the show aside from Trish. Um, M- Mama is not a nostalgia act. <laughs> okay, that's what she said. Okay, um, she but she's been here already, like working, building up in this great story, and she clocked back into this character and said, "Let me show you a few things, babies." Yes, um, my God. You, but you got you built Brock a long time ago, so Saudi's getting Brock. That's enough right there, yeah. right? But you built Roman to be this presence. That mm-hmm. like when he's on a show, it fucking means something. Right. You built Cody to be this super baby face that people actually like and want to cheer and want to see when he is over. Like he is over. They are they have established the current crop and not for nothing. Brock for the past like year and a half or Kinda so. Kind of cutting up. Cutting up, he has been like cutting up, and and his breaks have been what a few weeks in between. And he's like, now nah, I'm back. Kind of cutting up, like I've been cutting the fuck and, up. And so, and then to not to interject, but to, but to pause for a second, that Seth package tonight, my God, yeah. on today, how do you now present day 2023? We've lived with the chair shot from behind now for some years. How do you respin the narrative? 
that this man only wants to commit to things that are industry shifting things. And if I didn't do that thing, where will we be now? Will we have a tribal chief? Will we have Seth freaking Robbins? Will we have Ambrose somewhere else now as, as Mox? You know, like that that's such a good point and a mm-hmm. new spin on an old thing that we had got used to being, you know, it's just about being back. He's just backstabbing. No. If I didn't do that then and now, we had already taken a shoe where it could go at that moment. Where would we be now if I had not done that? And to, and, 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 then, <laughs> and to say and and to say now I'm ready to push the industry forward again and be a champion that takes more risk that does X Y Z. I was a And then what that yeah. also did was it, it's a it's a good reminder, but Seth has been burning for a minute now seth has been on you know mm-hmm. 10, all cylinders for a minute now aj hasn't so now but i but now i'm equally as if not more interested to see where the spin for aj is going to be on come friday for his package because are they going to bring in the international piece are they going to bring yes, in the, yep, the, the i was just about to say that like are they going to bring in the tna piece like this can get yes very, I, would very call, good. I would be on the phone i would have been on the phone already with impact like what do y'all? What do y'all want? How much do you want? What do you, What do you want? I need some. I need some AJ footage from his best matches, best moments in TNA. You build what you do with AJ is you tell a story of somebody who didn't put their want name outside of to come to yes didn't want to come to WWE first because mm-hmm. he thought he wasn't ready or WWE didn't want him because they thought he wasn't ready or he mm-hmm. was too small whichever way you want to call it is mm-hmm. fine but then went and built this incredible name overseas in Japan and TNA slash Impact Wrestling. You show that stuff and then made his debut with who standing in the ring? The Tribal Chief at the Royal Rumble. The Yes, the soon-to-be Tribal Chief. Like, there are so many ways to tie that into and then came in and defeated who for his first WWE Championship? Oh, Dean Ambrose. Listen, there is a story story to be had. You have the outside talent, and you have the homegrown. And Seth isn't really homegrown, but he is the first NXT champion. He went through that right. system. He then came up for the call. You know, like, he did it the way that XYZ. AJ had built enough names to just debut at the fucking World Rumble, and the girls went the fuck up. And went 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 off. As soon as they, they didn't even see him, I am. And then when that phenomenal hit that screen. They lost it. They lost it. So... Like, there's a story to be had, and I kind of gagged myself there because I'm telling the story. I didn't plan to say this, but realizing that the the first two major moments, maybe three because you can count his first WrestleMania against Jericho, but the two major moments happened while he was in a ring with Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. And what's even crazier is, should he take the L in Saudi for whatever reason, right? The the run back can be, well, I'm I, I need to stay in this conversation. So Roman, da 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 da. He can run up on Roman, and Roman can be like, you just lost for the lesser title, da 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 da. And it could be, you know, Seth just beat you, and it could give, well, you ain't beat Seth for a major title. So what's it giving? Mm-hmm. It could easily yeah, no, give that. So there's it, definitely a story. There is meat on this bone in every direction. And then let's step to the side for a second in this tag team situation because you know how I feel about that. <laughs> but the fact right. that Sammy and KO may even be going there is is T in itself. So we got to see if they even make it there. Well, okay, so pause. So I don't know if you've seen this now, but I sent something in the chat. Yeah, yeah. The reason they are going is because diplomatic like relations have um, gotten back 
you know, Saudi and Syria right, are basically right, right. working together again. So um, that's why they're going. That that's will be. That's going. very interesting, so and that's very. Uh, that's got some weight to it, uh, to be honest. Uh, in and outside yeah. of, of, of WWE, um, but what I what I will say about that is I can see the Usos costing them mm-hmm. purposely in, or inadvertently. I almost. Um, I want. It probably will leave question. I can mm-hmm. see it leaving question because there's this for Sammy to still be concerned about Jay. That's going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, for Sammy yeah, to yeah. still be concerned about Jay is going somewhere. Let's not forget that Jay also gave Roman his first main roster loss. Mm-hmm. So giving the Tribal Chief his first loss inadvertently in some way or in a shape or form also could be. And there, there has been a loss, but he hasn't been pinned. So um, it would have to probably be as big as a pin, or maybe it could just be a, however they decide to do it. But um, there's just there's this can go a lot of different directions. Where I, you know, where I don't want to see it go. That man having four belts just, and I don't, and I don't. I don't think that night it would make sense because you're crowning a new world champion. You can't crown a new world champion and then have this other one with this stat that eclipses the new world champion. Not in my opinion. Um, Not that I'm night. very interested to see what what's going to close the show because mm-hmm. it's almost a foregone conclusion that Seth is winning that belt. I can see that being in the middle of the show. If Roman and Solo are winning the tag titles, they close that show and Saudi ends with Roman holding up four fucking belts, something that has never happened in the WWE. And they are steadfast on on cementing Roman Reigns mm-hmm. as a single greatest superstar in WWE. And as much as they can stack on him in this moment, I feel like they are going to while we're here, while we're hot, while it's sizzling, while it's in the pot. Um, I'm the only person who can ever say he had four belts. Now, if they hold it two weeks, three weeks, a month, whatever, that visual goes a very, very, very long way. But regardless if that happens or not, what the fuck are we doing with these tag titles? Right. And both of them being on Raw. And what are we doing with it? Why is Rhea still the SmackDown Women's Champion? And why are Alba Fire and Isla Dawn still the NXT Tag Team Champions? You're having what, a whole like, tournament. So so here's, here's what's crazy. You're having a whole tournament. Y'all made Indy immediately release. And so you, you can, shit going you on can put that on the injury, maybe. The, you, you can, yeah. but they, they didn't. Right. I, it, regardless, you know, a, yeah. she, she, she relinquished. Yeah, but but part and due to her call up because she had been injured and there was no but the call up is and that could have been a passive way of saying well she's injured let's go ahead and just call her up we can hide her out for a while take the belt mm-hmm. off and that other but in having that same conversation how do you then say well let's take this organization's belts to this organization that does it does it's how you run them as organizations that doesn't make any sense whatsoever it just it it for everything that is good I'm not going to turn a blind eye to the yeah. tag belt Steve being complex. The women still having belts on opposite brands, and it's it, just making no sense. It's making no. Sense. Now I fully believe. I agree with you in advance. There's a plan. <laughs> yeah, totally. There's a, but we just don't know, and it's aggravating because they've offered no explanation on TV. Um, and it just it doesn't make sense without an explanation. Like so. What are we? What are we waiting for? We're, we're clearly waiting for something, and the reason I say 
they didn't split the title. Like, they didn't have everybody else relinquish the title or trade whatever the fuck. And they use this use of Indy's injury to have her relinquish the NXT women's title is because they seem to be waiting for something and they don't want to do with one belt and not do with the rest. Like, does that, like if that makes sense, it's really yeah, hard it, to explain because... It, no, I, I get what you're saying, and but it, what, what, uh, what undoes um, all of it well, is you've made an entire yeah. world heavyweight championship. That undoes yeah. everything. Yeah, like, it's like if you did that, if you... If you the same promo he cut about Roman holding both of those belts could have been cut on the tag titles. And you what are you gonna make the WWE Universal Tag Team Championships? Right. Jesus Christ, they're gonna make the WWE Universal Tag Team Championships. <laughs> but I mean, but the whole the whole No, seriously, the, they might do that. I no, I, I said that the other day. Um and jokingly, and I was like, I hope not. Good Lord. But, but but what what my issue is if the, if what you're addressing is absenteeism, is championship absenteeism and brand split then that flows through all of these conversations, period. Injury or not, you're going up, leave your belt. You, y'all going up to the tag team, leave your belts. You're doing it, leave your belts. When you leave a job, you leave everything that you made at that job, at the job. You leave a uniform, yeah, any, any, like, IP, any IP you created, all of that now belongs to that organization. It because that what are they doing? Simple. Defending the NXT tag titles on SmackDown? So what about the, the tag teams on NXT? They just they're they're fighting for nothing now and they're like what what i need an explanation i know there is one i know there's a plan i need to know because this shit is aggravating to that point to that point tonight we saw the repackage in this year debut Mm -hmm. um we saw we saw saw an amazing battle royal that was one of the Mm -hmm. best battles i've seen in a long time and in that we saw alpha academy run up against um the viking raiders Mm -hmm. okay we had a moment there I know Maximum Male Models is also on Raw now because Maxine was there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happened? We got KO and 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 Sammy. We got Imperium there. We got um, possibly Imperium looked like such a big deal with the build sickening. up and them walking backstage. They looked like sickening, such a big deal. Goons on top of that Raw that Raw uh, broadcast this. Yeah, an image an image. You got them. You got. Um, Judgment Day, who can oscillate a, a tag team in from you know their ranks, and if they add JD, even more of a tag team in their ranks. Um, we've got teams, and that's just raw that I'm just naming, right? Yep. So tying up these belts is already an issue. Tying up these belts to put one possibly one set back onto the person that calls you to untie the other belt. <laughs> it's, it's like, wait. That that's a really good point. Like, you have this issue with Roman in both belts, so you agree to have him fight for both sets of tag titles to run into the same problem. And that's the thing. Like, th- that's that exactly might be the point. It might be the point. Put those belts on them, and then Triple H says, "Well, we need a tag. We need tag team titles for Raw." So just a, like it might be the fucking point. But what it starts um, to create is inflation. Where we spent too much money here, let's make some more money. We lose the value of the money we're creating. It's the same thing here. If we're having to create belts because this one, you know, stable has a stranglehold, and a, a smaller version of the stable has a stranglehold on all the titles here, that starts to like 
cast a shadow on the other talent, even not even from an athletic standpoint, just from a, a, a strategy standpoint. Why don't some of you niggas group up then? Where y'all stables at then? If that's the, if, if if you need a stable in order to accumulate all the belts like they're doing, why can't some of y'all do that and just have more numbers than they do and the problem is solved? Like it's starting to make the rest of the roster look fucking stupid. If if it's all you gotta do is and you know how I feel about that, like when you go into the ring and you outnumber, why are you going outnumber? Grab somebody in the back. Somebody's in catering. Yeah, you, you need some friends. TV time. Like, come on, you, you got you got friends. There's somebody <laughs> that can roll out here with you. Like, come on. <laughs> like you can't tell me that yeah. one uh uh female superstar on that roster that could have couldn't have accompanied uh Xavier to the ring tonight because you know mommy was coming. You could have yeah. talked to Natty, Natty loves the new day. What do you right. mean? Right. You know, like so it's it's a lot of things that are just like that are just not that are not things that we know these wrestlers and who who them, who they are in most scenarios to be that are just not smart for their characters. And so at a certain point, like this is just like asinine and the and the tag teams that are out there fighting, albeit for nothing at this point and for and have been for months, yeah. should should even kayfabe be in an uproar that the titles are a still complex and b potentially getting ready to go on a man that's already got two belts. No, uh, uh-uh, not today. What's next? Yeah, the way he would not, the way he would not yeah. make it to that match, the way Roman would not make it to that match. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in that locker room, if I was the street prophet, yeah, I, 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 the- it's 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 really weird because tonight was a big night for the tag titles because they were very clear on establishing that KO and Sammy got a few tag teams to worry about. Hmm. All on Raw, but the only one you have to worry about on SmackDown is Roman and Solo at this point. Like I, the the problem I'm seeing, and this is not really a problem because not knowing how this is going to go is a good thing. It is. Um, whether you like it at the end or you're not is immaterial to it being a good thing that you can't call it. Right. My thing is, I don't see unless the Usos caught like. It is too early for Solo to be in a doghouse with Roman. And and like, no. And I don't think either of them are pinning. When Roman gets pinned, it's going to be for those belts, mm-hmm. those singles titles. So if they're going to lose, if if you're not gonna do a schmoz in the middle of the show and have a DQ, blah, 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 whatever, if somebody's taking a fall, it has to be solo, but then it has to be very clearly not solo's fault. Exactly. It's got to be Jimmy fucking up. And, so and not and, so Roman can direct his anger to Jimmy and not Solo. And not for nothing. Okay, so two things here. You also, you know, because don't forget, Pretty Deadly just showed up on SmackDown. They're over there. Yes, boy. Don't, yes, boy. Don't forget you still got the Brawl and Bruce over there. Um, you've got um, uh, Montez and Angelo. You've got Hit Row is over there. You've got the OC over there. Um, so you yeah, got, I mean, tag like, division is stacked, yeah. Yeah, LA Knight's getting ready to team with, um... I don't know why that is so dumb. With Boogs, but either way, I mean, I'm just Ugh. saying, you got, uh, the LWO was over there. You've got enough people over there, and then beyond that, okay, does nobody want Roman's title? Does, is, does, 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 does nobody over there even, like, I know a bunch of y'all was involved in that six-pack situation to get to a number one contender for that, and maybe after the fallout of that, we'll, we'll focus on, but there were people that weren't even in that that may still want Roman's title. You why are you so why is your schedule so so free? Why why nothing? <laughs> why are you not getting any Zoom invites? Where where are your Zoom invites, baby girl? 
Yeah, you know, no, so it's, it's it's a very interesting time in a good way. Um, I have no in idea. In a good way, but it's definitely, it's definitely not void of like a couple of like, now come on, girl. Yeah, we, um, I'm, either way, I'm very much looking forward to Night of Champions. Very um, much. I It's like the card is is stacked and it looks like we're going to have uh, Ronda and Shayna. Mm-hmm. Um, going after the tag titles there. I don't know if Liv's injury is um, a work, if it's angle related. Uh, hopefully she isn't injured too badly, too severely if she actually is injured. Um, but it looks like we're going towards that. that this card is is shaping up it's nasty. to snatch. It's giving evolution too for the women. Because we, if we get Becky Trish... And we get uh the you know D four horsewomen at this point versus uh you know as we call them chaos and well no power and power chaos. And chaos. If we get that, if we get um Bianca and woman, Oscar, Bianca and Oscar probably Rhea and possibly Natty. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is kind of carrying. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot of cat suits, but it's gonna be some carrying in them cat suits. <laughs> yeah, um, and I, hell, I I we all know Ali can cook. Yeah. I, I am very much looking forward to Ali versus Gunther. Let, let's do it. He positive, beat no, Ali when they said the positive Ali, I fell out. <laughs> I fell Yes. Positive Ali. And I was like, y'all need help. Um, yeah, the card is shaping up. They got to find Austin an opponent. Um, and then this card is, is uh, yeah, lock, stock, and barrel, baby. I'm clocked the fucking. And I think what's also good about the Saudi events, which is a, I can't believe I'm even saying that, is that they come on early. Yeah. Come on like noon. Yep. So it can definitely be in and the fuck out. Uh, back to the women. I thought we were going to get on the this squad. show. Huh? Back to the women on this show. We talk about women's wrestling. Oh, fool me. Uh, <laughs> but the swap for the women should have happened when Bianca was going to celebrate. That should have been it. You right. made the record. You've hit the record. We're done. Hand the bell over, and then Oscar uh-huh. Villa came out and gave her a little bit of that miss. My girl cut up behind that miss. <laughs> Act Bianca. My girl was in listen. her acting. Bianca Bassett was in her was in her acting back. <laughs> Bianca Bassett. Listen, I I love it because if somebody sprayed some shit that burned your eyes, that is how you would react. You wouldn't react like, oh, wow, I got some on my face. This hurts. No, you would be wilding out like that, especially after. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar that revealed she put hot spicy noodle sauce in the damn mist. Like what? Who thought of this? Oscar. <laughs> I was cackling. Yeah. Oh my god. Yo. It's been a good I, time. It's been a good time. But I don't. I don't see the hold up in, in. But I guess so. Here's probably the issue. If we address the women's swap, now we got to address everything. So that may be mm-hmm. what the hold up is now. Is that when we address one thing. We gotta address it all. So maybe that's what I just said, and you said yeah, yeah. The, the Roman thing unravels it, and, it's, and you're right. No, and it, it does. So it's like, it does. No, go right back to that. It totally unravels it. But what I think that they're doing now is just hoping that we don't look, and maybe letting it boil as like a little. And then it's, now it's an issue. But if it was, if it's an issue, it was an issue when you came and did that. Like, and you control the draft, so like, yeah, that's dumb. So yeah, fuck it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> all of it makes no sense. <sighs> There's no way around it, and I don't know what the delay is. Yeah, y'all both... wrote this show. The show is scripted. It, it, whatever y'all want to happen, 
can and will happen, like literally. So yeah, because if you're coming out here to to solve title confusion and to solve absentee champions, then in that moment you say, you know, in the draft, here's what will happen with the titles. We're uncomplexing the tag titles. Those will stay here on Raw. We'll have a tournament for that. You know, and I maybe they want to save certain things, but you could have just said we'll have a tournament for that starting in June after Night of Champions. Like you, I don't, yeah. There's ways to have handled this that that don't look like the confusion that it currently is. But yeah. that's our only complaint right now. So I'm a I'm a hush. Yeah, no, it's 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 been really good. It seems to me that Triple H is firmly in control of most of what's going on. Mm-hmm. right now yeah. um and we pray and i need y'all to pray to whatever god you serve okay that it stays that way when this endeavor sale goes and that vince mcmahon is telling the truth and that he will stay in the fucking big office and run the company as a whole while triple h takes care of the creative because as much as we just said about the tag title, most 90% of Triple H's shit just makes sense. It's so good. It, it just makes sense, right? Um, it's and so it's good. really black and white. It's story driven, which, and I don't care what anybody says, it's a wrestling show, but without story, there's no wrestling show. Like, if they yeah. just went out there and had matches every week and just that, nobody would be watching the fucking show. It, stories drive the matches and our, and yeah. our need to to want to see the matches. It's it's a it's a fucking constant movie because you don't just watch the end of the movie because you need the story to get to the final battle and to get to the climax and the resolution of the movie. And you do that by telling a story for the first, you know, three quarters of the movie. The yeah, fanfare, like, it's a constant act one, act two, act three, start back over act one, act two, act three. Like it's story driven. And his stories usually make sense and always hit on something. Uh, the fanfare, the spectacle, the heightened drama. You've seen other sports uh, organizations borrow that. You've seen mm-hmm. that formula make its way over to UFC. And UFC, MMA. absolutely. You've seen it make it over to you know basketball games where they play in theme songs. You've seen the that that kind of heightened um, presentation. It, it's it's what makes it. It's that melding of things. I I never forget arguing with friends years ago uh, and loving Beyonce at the time, but having the discussion of why she needed to up the ante from a mic and a light. And they were like, well, ain't many artists that can do a mic and a light anymore. And we were like, totally agree. But if you can do that and you can also do this and you meld those two things together, that's how you become an icon. That's how you become irreplaceable. That's how you stay in the conversation because you can manage to hold both ends up. And now you're creating something that's never been done before. And look at the current tour and how that's being received. That's what's happening. And, you know, around self-title, whenever she pops off and, and she ain't looked back since. If you can do both things, if you can have the athleticism and and nobody can and, and, and have it to the degree that, you know, people look at you now as a legitimate sport. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, not just have it, but have it to the degree where other other outside athletes are like, yeah, no, nah, that shit ain't no joke. Right. So have it where. It's so good that people don't mind that it's predetermined and that it's scripted. So have that part down so good that it's highlight of the night that you can have social media, you know, repost in the in the millions and billions and whatever the case may be. But then have a story so good at the same time that isn't insulting your audience's intelligence that allows that physical spectacle to serve as an accoutrement to this thing you're doing over here. When you can have both, 
you can sell out 80,000 seats two nights in a row. Yep. It, it, it's the story. Once people get rid of the, oh, this is predetermined, it's quote-unquote fake, once they put that aside and allow themselves to watch, you're going to find someone or something yeah. that hooks you with either a character or a story. Most times, yep. those go hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, because when people say, oh, but, but it's stupid, it's a real soap opera, wrestling is stupid, they do this stupid thing. Well, how many comedy movies do you love that is just fucking dumb, like Borat or Austin Powers, for that matter. But it's dumb based on, like, it, it's written to the story. And also, there's other things to like about Not everything is this silly, you know, boogeyman or whatever the fuck. Um, mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy, if somebody does finds Orange Cassidy to be stupid because of his, like, whole shtick. There's a million other things on a wrestling show to look for that are just as bad as that is that you think it is that are just as good and probably more mm-hmm. good than bad for sure um yeah story good story good character that's all you really need most people look at it as like a pubescent rite of passage right, you know? like I, right. I used to watch this thing and so i think they've they've kind of guilt themselves into like not wanting to go back to take a peek but yeah, I'm grown they, but, now. Okay, I'm an yeah, adult. Yeah. But then when they but they'll sit up there and watch Bad Girls Club and every real exactly. housewife or whatever the case may be exactly. in XYZ. Anyways. But then they and, go back and, and, and every MCU movie, like Right. But then they go back and take a peek and they go, but wait a minute now. Now wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute now. This is kind of I have a friend too- who hasn't watched wrestling since 2001. He got wind, um, I forget how exactly in the past few months of Miss Bianca Belair and Every episode of Raw and SmackDown now, he's texting me, especially SmackDown now because she's on there. Um, yeah, you, again, just fine. And it's not like people listening to this need this, right? Yeah, they, they, they're already watching. Just find, find the person or the story that, that grabs you. That's what, that's what you tell people who kind of shun wrestling or like brush it off. I just show the dolls stupid. pictures. I'll be like, so yeah. this is Roman Reigns. This is <laughs> this is Jay Uso. This is Carmelo right. Reigns. This okay. is Trick. <laughs> and let the yeah. people see and they need visual aid and then they be like, well hold on. And I'd be like, exactly. Okay. This ain't your mama's, this ain't your daddy's wrestling baby. This is something new. Okay. And this thing. Well I think we have covered um most of the things. I think we need to let um speaking of Lamelo Gaze um out of his cage. And uh, and get it on here and on this podcast, and we can decide what the best turn ever is. You do remember the the final the I, final quarter? I, I do not. <laughs> Let me see you if I can do I it off don't. memory. I think the well, final. I don't want to know. Well, you're gonna know this episode anyway. It's gonna happen. It's coming out. Uh, well, but then I'm gonna be thinking before. Oh well, yes, I. You know, I, I, yeah, no, I want. Oh. I, 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 yeah, I want Larmelo to give it to me and to just pause. And then I, I think about it in that moment. Well, they said Lamelo like, don't miss. Lamelo, <laughs> <laughs> come on in the room. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oof. Give me entry to the house. Give me access to the bench. So we want to welcome to the stage Lamelo Gaze. Um, he was able to get his America Online disc in and get some of those free hours to join <laughs> us. So we're excited to wrap up this cash out. Best turns ever. Um, how is it looking over there, Larmelo? 
Um, hectic. <laughs> it's looking pretty chaotic with these last. That's how we want it to look. Because uh, these are, it's exactly how we want it to look. So we want it to look like an orgy um, with like a, just a bunch of tops. But that's chaotic, is it not? Okay. <laughs> Or maybe an orgy with a bunch of bottles. Either way, that's both sound like chaos to me. Oh, okay. Well, back to mo- back to moaning get, again, how, are we? Well, I, I remember it this time. Okay, well, that's I great. heard it. <laughs> okay, so anyway, all right. So on this left side, we have Bash at the Beach, nineteen ninety six, going up against Savage turns face at WrestleMania seven. My God today. Wow, is there My a God today? Is there a common is there a common denominator in this? <clears throat> so this actually isn't really hard for me. Uh yeah. As far as terms go, few. Whereas well laid out and well executed as Savage and Liz at WrestleMania 7, that is my vote. Oh, wow. And that's that on that. I did not see that coming. Who? <laughs> okay, let me think. Let me, let me, quite a quandary here. Um, hmm. Complete maniac, like, you know, got a crown, lost his mind. Um, Sis tips off, you know, we don't see Sis on screen for a minute. You know, there's some rumors going on. Um, Is it kayfabe? Is it, are the lines blurred? What's happening here? Um, A moment, you know, career on the line, literally, very literally. Uh, Sensation puts the boots to Randy and my favorite outfit in all of wrestling <laughs> versus y'all really don't see it I'm gonna tip off for a second because I gotta let the Jets cool you know this thing that I'm doing is waning I've jumped companies and the girls are, are finally beginning to see through that as well it's bearing through the threads you know um and now with some girls you know from my old stopping grounds in here running roughshod over the product and there's a match you know and it's at an event called bash at the beach it's supposed to be festive there are hot dogs, you know, some sausage links, a couple sautéed onions, you know, maybe a drink or two, some Czech sodas, a little grape. And I'm going to show up to help the girls, you know, um, for the company I currently work for, survive this this looming threat. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to leg drop the same guy who went back to his girl in the cute outfit. Ooh. It's just like... It's like, where is God in this conversation? Mm. <laughs> uh. Oh, what I was going to say, here's what I was getting ready to say. What I was getting ready to say is I'm going to judge this by how much juice 
the turn like had later on because like Savage and Liz had tons of turns in two different companies. Um, and they were always good. Like it was never a Savage and Liv, uh, you know, moment that wasn't T. I'm trying to think if there are any more turns or anything else that precipitated from the NWO. And we had later on iterations and none of it really compared. I mean, I guess you can consider every person that joined the NWO a turn, even if they were still, uh, if they were already a heel like the Giant. He was already a heel when he joined the NWO. He just turned on WCW. Right. Um, but those those washed away really quickly. No, that's just what I'm trying. That's what I'm thinking about. Like it had like, and but this and this is best turn ever. It is, you know. I'm, but I'm trying to. Yeah. We're in the we're in the weeds now, time. so I'm trying to figure out like how I. Um, which had a bigger emotional impact. Both did in just different directions. One was shock and awe. One was more emotional. Oh my God, thank you, reconciliation tease. Um, I mean, that led to like the the wedding. That led to like Undertaker saying, you know, hey, I'm showing up in full garb at the wedding to Jake putting a snake in a box. Like a lot of things happened. Like, and then that led to, you know, like even that situation and those two characters were you know woven into the NWO storyline. Like it gave the NWO storyline more juice. So it's like <sighs> but the NWO even with like the sh- with shortcoming and shooting this wild too early still iconic. But What's, what's gonna be? But did Savage and Liv have a template? Did they know? So they are like the literal soap opera quintessence of wrestling. They <clears throat> they are the most iconic male female duo in so many ways, various different ways. Yes. And uh, like, but like, you know, like we know the NWO was lifted from Japan, you know, like live, mm-hmm. live and Savage was original. It was a risk. It it blurred. It was the, like one of the first things to blur lines, you know, Rick with the magazine, the divorce, like all the different things that went on. And like I said, even it was fed into the NWO angle to give it more credibility. I'm about to gag myself. And not the way that I like. Wow. Am I getting ready to do this? Am I getting ready to stick it to Redacted? Am I getting ready to have a best turn? Am I having a best turn ever? So I have a counter argument. Pray pray tell. (sighs) So uh, Redacted was the quintessential babyface. There's pretty much no babyface, arguably no babyface still to this day who was peak babyface the way that Hulk, or sorry, Redacted was during Redacted Mania. No one, yeah, barely, I'm not going to say no one, I'm going to say less than a full hand's worth of, of people in the industry have even come close to that. For someone that big who rolled those, that, that wave for decades to finally turn 
that is huge. And and then you know it led to a whole new, you know, it, re- it reinvigorated that career for another couple of years, but then that that body couldn't take it. But at the same time, it's like that was such a massive moment. That is one of the. That's probably still to this day a top three most shocking moment in the entire history of yeah. wrestling. I mean, we're down to final four, right? Everything is huge here. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, hmm. I mean, it 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 really is what you prefer—the shock and awe of it, or the emotion, because these are two different things. Yeah. So it's really what you prefer. Um. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I prefer. Uh, well, I can't say that I prefer the shock and awe, but the shock and awe does stick out more. Um, the biggest thing that sticks out to me, other than knowing the full context and the full story of Liv and Randy, is the outfit. If you call her Liv again, oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about SBU. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Liv Morgan. Did you so just watching SVU? No, I, I want to watch it. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I want to go to bed to it. That's what it's really on my mind because I just watched last week's episode, and when um when when big uh big show came through that glass after my girl, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's giving sure it's giving did. Kane and Big Show as one person. But anyways, um, Liz, <laughs> the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway, the biggest thing that resonates for me is not so much the face turn; it's the outfit. The outfit is the thing that's in that just <laughs> wears me thin, and the outfit is black and white, and so is the NWO. And I'm sure Redacted hates the black part, but uh, uh, Liz created the NWO. Is that what that you're may be what I'm saying? In an in an outfit, in an outfit. Um, <laughs> if I go gut, if I just go like, I mean, bash at the beach. I, I mean, I reference it all the time. I just if. Oof. But I mean, like Liz crying and stuff with the big hair, with the big, with the slight red bouffant. <sighs> NW, in, that's I mean, okay. Yeah, I went in. I obviously went back at the beach. So, all right. So I'll say this since it's eliminated. That was going to go for me. The single greatest moment that I've witnessed in wrestling history is Savage and Liz. Nothing is going to beat that for me. It is the most emotional mm-hmm. moment I've ever had in wrestling. I should. I want to go back and, and watch it. It, again. it was never. Nothing was it because this was years and years of build from Macho gagging everybody and not choosing any of the male managers and introducing Liz to all mm-hmm. they went through and the mega powers explode to that. Like that is such a perfectly laid out love it story. Mm. And, and the only, the only thing that beats shocking all for me is causing me to feel mm-hmm. like I'm rooting 
for you, like that's Liz Savage. Like, what are you doing? Like, bro, that's that's your Ooh, girl. He, like, he's he like he about to cry. You you okay over there? <laughs> <laughs> he knows that I have I am under the weather. That's why I sound like this, y'all. Um, yeah, like you you cannot touch that emotion from WrestleMania Seven, in my opinion. And that's that on that. Anything that can make your black heart skip would be. It's probably you know well, that's what's going. That's why it's going to resonate like that. I think for me, well, I think for me, and not to compete with that because I I agree. Um, but I think for me, being somebody that was not a huge redacted fan at that time, like I was the, the kid that was like, oh, Rummy Flair, Rummy Taker, Rummy Brett, Rummy Sean. This girl in this yellow and red, I don't see it. It was the first time I saw it. I mean, and I don't anymore, but it was the first time that I was like, oh, wait a minute, hold on, sister. So, like, for me, the shock and awe was also, like, undoing, you know, because that was a long play as well, undoing all the red and yellow. It was undoing everything that we have been, like, force-fed. And, like, what the audience today may not understand mm-hmm. back then, there weren't there weren't as many options at the top at all. We, can, we might convention and complain and carry on, but back then, you think you think uh, Cena and Five Moves of Doom was an issue? That motherfucker was the only option, and, and it, it, there was no argument or discussion in terms of how they positioned him. I'm a I'm a fight back. I'm a fight back on the long play shoe because it wasn't a long. Hogan decided a few days before that he was going to be the one that led NWO because it was supposed to be Sting. Oh no! I mean, oh yeah, that I mean, yeah. I'm talking about from a KP perspective in terms of like like Larry spoke to like excuse me like Larmelo spoke to um the long history of being a baby face of you know say your prayers eat your vitamins da, 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 da. all the thing that was uh, all that got undone in a singular leg drop I mean that's what I mean by that not the booking side of it but I mean like from a character perspective you know Y'all hear these Hogan No, uh-uh. not at all. Just not at all. I just, I just want to say there's a theme here. Kane, <laughs> Hulk Hogan. There's a theme here between these two. That's all I'm saying. Me personally, I wouldn't take this level of disrespect. That's all I want. That's all I'm saying. Let's move to the right side. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's move to the other hemisphere <laughs> of the... Okay. All right. So <laughs> on this right side, we have... Stephanie heels at Armageddon versus the Rockers implode. Oof. Oh, Bretton Austin is gone. Yikes. <laughs> Jesus. So, so I, before we get into this, I thought it was going to come down to Bash at the Beach versus Brett and Austin. Austin yeah. that, that was, those were the, the two biggest moments to me. And when Brett and Austin got disqualified, or, or not disqualified, when they got taken out, I was just like, oh, wow, okay, so here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, yeah. Um, Steph versus the Rockers. I don't know, it's pretty even to me. Um, it's pretty even to me. But then again, that man tried to jump out the window. <laughs> but then again, that man held a sledgehammer to the back of the head and had his bag on. <laughs> you know what? I, I got it. I and here's why. For me, the the two turns are pretty equal, so I'm gonna have to go to like the leader. Mm-hmm. 
And so for the Rockers, you know, Sean was getting a little, you know, a little attitudinal, a little um, ego on him. So you kind of saw it coming. For me, I did not see Stephanie coming, and here's the best part of it we should have because the best heel is the one who believes they're right, and an even better one is one who is right because all the shit Vince put Stephanie through just to fuck with Austin, he deserved (laughs) that turn. He wore his daughter, had her kidnapped, (laughs) and almost sacrificed to take her. Just to fuck with Austin. <laughs> of course she turned on that nigga. He, he Everybody was a casualty. Yes. He used his daughter like nothing. That all of 1999. So the fact that we did not see it come. Listen, Stephanie. And the fact that it mimics real life. Um, <laughs> even more statistic. Oh, even more statistic. Too soon. Uh, too soon. Um... For yeah, it's 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 Stephanie for me. Yeah, it's Stephanie for me. Yeah, um, this entire wow. you know, I mean, it, it, there's a character and there's a person, you know, and you know, with the McMahon, so lines can get very blurred, but um, it was the beginning of the on-screen persona and and i you know i believe to some degree the ability to trans transition to what she transitioned to and becoming the most powerful woman in wrestling um and in in tandem with paul levesque ushering in an era and, and fighting for an era that rivals any era we've ever we've maybe better hands down from a work rate perspective from like, I mean, you know, we, we can go on forever about, you know, metric mania and whatnot, but it just, it, to me, in my mind, it's, that's part of the beginning of that union on screen and off screen and just what it's, what it's yielded to us over the last mm-hmm. 20 years. So yeah, I mean, I love the nostalgia of it all, but you know, in part, they are the reason that we're here now that we're still here. So well, here we are at the finals. <laughs> finals are Bash at the Beach, nineteen ninety six, going up against Stephanie heals it at Armageddon. This is where stuff gets like difficult for me because I would have eliminated Bash at the Beach against um, Savage and Liz, but Bash at the Beach versus Steph is a is a different story. You gotta consider the ramifications and Rob kind of just said what I was going to say in defense of Stephanie, not that that's my choice. I haven't decided yet, but NWO led to so much the, the heel authority figure and all this washed out pretty quick though. Stephanie and triple H becoming a union literally led to Stephanie and triple H becoming a union. (laughs) Right. And us being where we are today. If that turn didn't happen, Stephanie and Triple H likely do not become an idol. Right. 
they likely do not become married, have children, and Triple H become in the power position he is right. in now. Yielding NXT. Us getting yielding, NXT. Yeah. Yes. There is so much that comes from Stephanie and Triple H becoming an item on screen. The women, the women um, having more of a presence, you know, as a byproduct of that. But to Larry's point earlier, there are a few things more industry shifting in the moment than Hogan being the third man. Yeah. It's like, so you're, it's basically you're looking at in the moment versus everything that came after. That's, that's what the versus is. I'm going to just go ahead and say it's weird because I would eliminate it, but if we're talking about in the moment, if we're talking about the turn, Bash at the beach. Because let me tell you what was brilliant. Here, here's the best, for me, the best part of Bash at the Beach that a lot of people don't like realize or consider. There is a cardinal rule in wrestling. You do not say what is actually about to happen. When Hogan walked out and Tony Schiavone and Dusty Rhodes were like, Hogan's here, blah, blah, blah. And Bobby Heenan said, yeah, but whose side is he on? <laughs> that immediately eliminates the possibility and the idea that Hogan's about to turn. Because he said it. That is, that Bobby Heenan is such a fucking genius. And they were pissed at him for doing it. Because you're not supposed to say what's... But him doing that and being the only person to ever do that in the moment took away every bit of like side eye I had. It was like, oh, okay, so that ain't happening because Bobby Bobby just said it and then it happened. <laughs> Brilliance. Bobby Heenan, ladies and Bobby Heenan is the reason the NWO. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Elizabeth and Bobby Heenan. Miss Elizabeth and Bobby Heenan. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a brilliant play by Bobby to say that. Because you think about it, you you never hear anyone saying they'll talk around the obvious. It might it might be obvious, but they'll talk around it. They ask questions. They will never say or direct like it to what's about to happen. He did that, and it worked beautifully. That's the so now I gotta weigh that against. To your point earlier, the writing was also on the wall. The writing mm-hmm. was given like I have been on a crucifix. I have been pulled and tugged in every direction that there is. My ailing, aging father is going to go out here and go up against the superstar of the moment. And I've got to be at his side. And I'm tired in advance. So what we're going to do is I'm about to go back here with this man. Because weren't they already fake married at that point too? Yeah. yeah. So I'm about to go, I'm about to, I'm about to the Las Vegas wedding. Already. Yeah. So it was given very much like, you know what? I could just lean into this a tad. Maybe this doesn't make a little bit of sense. Yeah. Maybe I could write my own story. Maybe I step out of everybody's shadow. And maybe I just play the role of dutiful daughter. And I go out here and watch my dad get slobber knocked around. And then the reveal. To your point earlier, like, in both of these, you didn't see coming, but it was almost like 
with Stephanie, it was it was kind of it was twisted. Like this man held a sledgehammer at the base of her skull. They cooked that thing to the last minute, and then it fell off the bone. And it's been falling off the bone for twenty years. I oh, <laughs> oh a tender succulent Stephanie turn, or a bash at the beach. Here's why they're so even. The NWO changed and shifted the industry on TV. Stephanie and Triple H shifted the industry behind the scenes. Yeah. They did the same thing. It's just in different places. So I guess it depends on what you value more. And they both kind of play. They, get, so. they both kind of play into each other in a way as well. Mm-hmm. Ooh. But oh, I hate that I'm getting ready to say this. The necessity for something industry shifting came mm-hmm. after Bash at the Beach shifted the industry. That forced mm-hmm. the Attitude Era. DX, this you know, shocking all story storytelling and and plot twist. It forced all of that. It forced their hand in a way that it wouldn't have been forced otherwise, and we probably wouldn't seen have seen Stephanie on a crucifix if it were not for the right, fact that girl, we are trouncing you in these here ratings, girl. By damn, it's a bash at the beach. Yeah. From, from from the ratings perspective, nothing. Outside of what, like the first WrestleMania or something along those lines, nothing even comes close to it. So to that to that time period between WCW and uh, Monday Night Raw, WWE, and let's like let's not forget, like it came in a time when wrestling needed to be cool again, and wrestling became cool again from the last from the stalest motherfucker from the last person you expected to make wrestling cool. And even to this day, that like there's not going to be anybody else at that level who's been a babyface for that long who turns heel unless John Cena comes back and still has to put another you know rebuild his whole top white meat babyface thing with the, which would probably take another year or so, and then he turns heel. That's the only thing that would even come close to that. Nobody else, and at least in America. Can't even come yeah, close. I mean, yeah, no, it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it has to be John Cena, and that ain't. And not even. I mean, but also, it wouldn't. Even if he did do it, it would be following that template. Completely, it would be literally completely. following that template, and it's the, which is also the same template that Roman followed. It's the, that template is set, yeah. and it's still yielding. Yep. So as much as yep, Redacted can step out into Atlanta traffic, um, <laughs> separating the art from the artist. Uh, Bash at the beach is indeed that girl. Don't be shocked. You're shocked? You're shocked? Wow, what a moment. Shout outs to Hall and Nash. (laughs) (laughs) Shout outs to Hall and Nash for getting it done. Okay, because the daughters came in wrecking. The daughters came in and was yes. and that that that, that power bomb that Bischoff took off the uh, the ramp is still one of the best Ooh, things yes, ever. That's a great American bash, baby. They he folded that nigga. Yeah, up and through that. And like, let's he, not forget that too. He, like Bischoff's turn was cunt too. 
Oh, oh yes, absolutely. What was that? Car- what you about? To was say? that Carmelo? No, I was just going to say that uh, Bischoff is brave because he he was high up in the air and he fell real far. And he's not a wrestler. He fell real far. And fold, he got folded. And folded. Yes, he got folded. Yes. It was beautiful. All right, come on, boy. I'm going to fold your clothes while you're still in them. Like, I, I sit that next to uh, May Young taking that, uh, that <laughs> from the Dudley Boys. It's right there with I'm that. I'm glad you mentioned Bischoff because, so a couple of years ago, I like watched the whole lead up um, from Hall debuting in WCW or returning rather to WCW up and like throughout the whole NWO thing. And in hindsight and knowing that Bischoff is behind this, it is so painfully obvious that Bischoff is the one allowing this to happen by listening to him on commentary. And obviously you don't know it at the time because you don't know, but knowing it, this is just like going back and watching a movie for the second time and you starting to see the, you know, the breadcrumbs and the hints that they gave you. Bischoff would always announce when Stain, Flair, Luger, Giant were in Japan and they weren't in the building. They weren't there. And one time, Bobby Heenan goes, why do you keep saying that? You're letting them know. And Bishop goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just letting people know who's not. Like, it is so clear if that's, you just listen yeah, to Bishop really on commentary. Like, he, he just does these things. And I'm watching this over and I'm like, holy shit. Like, this was a plan all along for Bishop to be a part of this. Because it just, it, 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 was, a beautiful, it was a beautifully laid out story. It really was. And then Hogan jumped in and was like, yeah, I need to be a part of this. <clears throat> yeah. Which led to Cody, um, Cody's character in, in AEW where he has had to be a part of everything. Look at that. It's still, it's, it's still happens. <laughs> it's still yet yielding. It's still, it's the, it's, the, it's, <laughs> it's, still, the gift it's still yielding. The that keeps on giving. It's the bash that never ends, right? It's like herpes mania. Oh, oh wow. Oh. So you can find him at um, Prince underscore Styles um, with a Z, <laughs> with a Z um, for xenophobic because he, he hates other people from oh, other wow. countries. Um, what? Oh, there, there's no what? Wow. Um, no, but he said you would uh, not be starting that rumor. <laughs> no, there is no way. No, 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 no. There's no underscore either. It's just Prince Styles. Just oh. no underscore. I was that's what I was the giving. I was giving them the wrong name. That was the point. Okay, just making sure. Okay, well, here we go. <sighs> Lord Jesus. Where can you find the rest of us? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I, had to, I had to sneeze off. I mean, damn. I had to sneeze off mic. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so um, I guess this is the benediction. Is there anything that anybody wants to leave the people with um, for this season's cash out? Or is there anything we want to see from the cash out going forward? Um, yes, no, maybe. I got nothing right now but the bed in my mind. Oh, who's in it? Mm-hmm. Me and me, my, me myself. And All I got you. in the end, my my my. All right, okay. well, you can find him at in, in his bed, and if not in the bed, um, at reverse underscore real. Me at Roberts underscore rules. The cash shit is the handle, and you can find Larmelo at Prince Styles with the Z 
for zebra cakes because if you see them from behind, they they Good are night, guys. Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and outside of that, this was the cash out, and this this is the cash it podcast. <laughs>